you're here. My name is Crispina French, and I'm your host of the Rags to Riches podcast. I'm an OG textile alchemist, worked my way through art school making ragamuffins from thrift store sweaters way back in the 1980s. That college side hustle grew into a full-fledged business, and here I am to show you that you can do that too. Together, we'll navigate hurdles, challenges, and accomplishments while crafting your profitable textile upcycling business to serve you and the planet. My guests and I will cover topics including material sourcing, business savvy, product development, sales and marketing, and self-care. Overcoming struggles, celebrating wins, and reaping rewards of running your very own textile upcycling business is what we are all about. Are you ready to be inspired, energized, and supported? This is the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Summit, a free three-day virtual event, May 17th through 19th, 2023. It's designed specifically for textile upcycling entrepreneurs. If you are ready to hit your income, impact, and lifestyle goals, you are not going to want to miss Rags to Riches Summit. Whether your enterprise is brand new or you are a veteran textile upcycling entrepreneur, Rags to Riches Summit, showcasing over 30 industry professionals from across the world, will inspire and ignite business growth to serve you and the planet. Register at Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Summit.com. Hey, you're here with another episode of Rags to Riches podcast, and I'm really glad to be here today with somebody who we've kind of been on each other's peripheries for, I think it's been like over 20 years. Joe Packham is with me today, and she is developing this amazing business that is just, it's actually revolutionizing the way we can get the word out about our handmade businesses. Her business is called TV. You can find it at metvnetwork.com. Welcome, Joe. I'm so glad to have this time to chat with you. Oh, Crispina, it's so nice of you to invite me. It's such an honor. And I have not been part of your group ever. So this is a beginning, a new beginning for me. But I have been a recycler since the day I was born. My mother taught me how to do that. And that was just part of her upbringing. So I'm I'm not a newbie at at the at the overall concept of it, just into your group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be, um, it's, it's so lovely to just have made this connection with you and to have the history. Like if anybody's been listening to the podcast for a while, my dear friend, Jill Schwartz was a guest with me a few weeks ago and, um, highly recommend that episode if you haven't heard it already. And Jill is kind of like the, um, the conduit between my guest today, Joe Packham and myself in that, um, Joe's history. Well, we'll talk all about it. So cool that you're, you have kind of like this ethos awareness of the textile upcycling that is now kind of burgeoning, right? Like we're seeing a lot of that out in the world. Um, talk a little bit about what you do with May TV and like how that all came into play. That's just one of those crazy stories like you and I meeting where you're in the right place at the right time and somebody introduces you to somebody else. So this is, I have been in print for 46 years and um, I was printing magazines, the Where Women Create and What Women Create magazines. And Lori Siebert, who is a good friend of mine for a hundred years, 
went to work with Monica Michelle at Bloom TV. And she called me up one day and she said, Joe, you need to know Monica. So I called her right up and went on to see what Bloom TV was and everything. I love print and I have never been the least bit interested in video, but I think the time has come where I either needed to, you know, take a deep breath and jump in with both feet or just retire. I had a choice. So I said to Monica, let's work together and I will take one of your women creatives, artists off of um, Bloom TV. We'll do a feature on her in the magazine, put a QR code in there so that people can go and to Bloom TV and see my people can go to Bloom TV and see the video And so we did, and we did it for three issues of the magazine. And I mean, I think it was successful. We have, you know, we're still the numbers. We were waiting for a little bit longer test run, but then I, um, I have owned the magazines for 17 years and I was getting ready to retire and I was working with a publisher out of Boston. And so I thought at the end of 2022, I will sell him the company. I'll work for three years. I'll train somebody for a year and I'll consult for a year and then I can retire. And so, but um, after owning your own company for 46 years, working with someone else isn't always the best of ideas that we have. so hard, isn't it? Oh my gosh. I've been there myself. It's just, it's never what you think it's going to be no matter what. No, they changed completely. And, um, the where women create magazines were of the best quality. We were $18 magazines, beautiful. Right. And when, um, this, when Matavor publishing took over, Jeff just said, you know what, for us now that we own it, good is more than enough. And so we're going to print on less expensive paper. We're not going to spend as much money, all those kinds of things. And we talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. And I resigned three months later as the editor-in-chief. And so um, I had a little bit of a nervous breakdown. And But then this door opened, right? Like, oh my gosh, right? You never would have had this opportunity. that's, That's exactly the universe talking to us. I went to... France and traveled around for a couple of months to try to glue myself back together. And um, I came home and Monica called and said, can we talk? And I said, yes. And she said, Bloom TV has exploded and is doing so well. And I would like to partner with you. And I would like us to start a sister station um, that has to do with makers and artists. Are you in? And I said, yeah, I think I'm in, right? As long as I don't have to do anything technical. I mean, I, I am, oh my hell, I am just, a, an, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I am actually one of those people who has way too much electricity in their body. Like I can't wear a watch or anything. Oh. And so it has a huge effect for no reason whatsoever on what's going on with anything electronic. And, um, I even had to go have the test run because everybody thought I was just, I made that up. Right. So my dad had that same thing. He could not wear a watch. They wouldn't work. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. It's weird, you know, so it's legit. I'm not making it up, but so my, uh, Monica said, let's start. And 
we started like three months ago. I mean, we just shook hands and started. And um, I started contacting everybody that I knew from the magazines after all these years. And we just started building the content. We named it Made TV. It didn't even have a name when we started talking, right? Yeah. And it is exploding. I mean, I think everybody was just so ready for what we oh. have to offer. Well, when I learned about what you're doing with Made TV, it was just, it's such a cool concept for makers to have this platform to really get their product, their business, their ideas, their teaching in a place where people can access it without the algorithms, without the advertising in this. It's sort of, um, you know, it's kind of funny. I was joking with my husband because I'm really excited about being a presenter with me TV. And I have actually never owned a television in all of my life. Like I have never lived in a house with a television and it's like, I feel a little bit like a freak. It's sort of something I don't necessarily want to admit to most people right off the bat. But like, honestly, I don't, I, I never knew how to use a VCR and thankfully nobody uses those anymore. So I don't have to like pretend that I know how to do that. So here I am, you know, I'm going to have this amazing TV show. I'm super excited about it. But for the listeners that are out there, can you explain how, how do you describe what is Made TV and how does that work? Okay, so Made TV is a platform. Um, we're kind of the sweet spot, if you can imagine, between Instagram and YouTube together and then like Hulu or Discovery or the TV channels, okay? So every all of us want to promote our brand. When I started in, in this industry 46 years ago, I bet 5% of the women sold what they made. They just created because they love to create. And I bet now it's the opposite. I bet 5% don't sell and the rest are trying to make some kind of a full-time living or add to the income of the family or whatever it is, right? And so um, with Bloom TV, when Monica started Bloom TV, her vision was, was to get everybody to create videos they could choose which were done really well, who looked good on camera, and then they would do pilots and then they would sell them to PBS and Hulu and all these places. When she asked me if I would do the same thing, I said, I will do that. But this community, if I'm going to be involved, we need to build a community. We need a place where we can go, where we feel safe, where we can help each other and work together and do things together and do things by ourselves and no algorithms, no ads, no any of those kinds of things. So there's three levels then. So if you don't want to be a presenter or uh, we call them creatives on made TV, then you can just buy a membership and you can go on just like you turn your TV on. You can go on all the time, watch the videos, all the stories, all of that. The second one is you're actually a presenter or a creator on Made TV. And you can, we have categories that you fit into. Um, to start with, we'll probably put you, all of you in um, fiber arts. But then as we fill up, then we'll break it out into upcycling and recycling and things like that. And so you can teach classes with my magazines. Our magazines were the best-selling magazines on newsstands from the first issue to the last. We were actually the 
highest sell-through magazine at Whole Foods, which is crazy because it's not our audience, right? And then we always, we were number one at Barnes and Noble in our category for years and years and years. And so what I know from the magazines is that everybody wants to learn something, but you can learn things all over the place, right? There are classes everywhere. What they want to do is hear your story. They want to hear all about you and how you got here and the problems you have while you're here and your successes and your you know, all those kinds of things. And then they want to see your studio. Everybody's uh-huh. fascinated by other artists' studios. And so with Made TV, we're going to incorporate that. So in the beginning, you have to, if you're a creative, the first video has to be your story or part of it. I mean, for me, I would have to do 10 videos because one video of my story would be like a marathon, right? And yeah. so I can break it up and then I'm going to do a tour of my studio and um, do several videos on that. And then my third one, the third video can be what appeals to you. So like you can teach classes on mm-hmm. that. You can talk about business. You can interview other artists. You can do whatever it is that is your passion. And it's Im- Unless you get a TV show on made TV, there is no way for those of you, the members or the creators to make money. So you have to look at us like the biggest, most aggressive, nicest PR firm that you've ever met. We're here to introduce you to each other, to introduce you to new audiences, to introduce you to a world that didn't know anything about us so that we can help you build your brands, sell your your products or your wares, you know, your fashions in the upcycling industry, all of those kinds of things so that it's a place where everybody can go and we'll have categories so that you can go to quilting and then you can see everybody, or I can put in your name and you have like a homepage so that uh-huh. you can see all the things you're doing. And if you're working with, you know, Lori Siebert, because you're going to make upcycle clothing out of sheets and then she's going to paint on them and then together you're going to sell them, then you're everywhere on made TV, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cool. So so it's like a platform that has like the the bottom line is that you are offering this. Uh, it, it's like a place where people can find you and learn more about you than they are going to find in on Instagram in their than the like little clip that goes by. It's like a it's a deep dive into um, your creatives that they are able to kind of guide and share what they want to share about their their creative practices, whether, I mean, made TV is going to cover all different kinds of categories. And of course, the people who are listening to Rags to Riches podcast are generally probably going to be our, our textile oriented fiber art artists, but, um, you know, potters, jewelers, I'm imagining are also going to be featured. Is that correct? Oh, 100%. I, we have, I, I wrote down the categories <laughs> and there are 102 categories And every category has a subcategory. So my major fear is that the made TV will become so large, it's too hard to navigate, right? So we have to keep it simple so you can find everybody. But what we know is that the ceramicists are incorporating fabric into their ceramics. 
You know, I mean, we all are working together more than we ever have. And so that's what we want to do is we want to, we want to introduce the textile people to the ceramics people, to the painters, to the everybody so that they can broaden their base and all of those people can introduce them to their buyers and all of their people. And we will all just grow exponentially because then the ceramics people will be introduced to the textile people. You can buy from each other. You can help each other. You can teach with each other. I mean, it's endless. And the nice thing about Made TV, in the magazine world, you're very, very limited. We had we were quarterly, so we had four issues a year, 160 pages. We could feature 12 women in an issue, 48 women a year. That was it. On Made TV, we have no limits. So we can put up as many people as want to submit videos that want to be yep. part of the community. That is so, so cool. Hey, if you're just tuning in with me today, I am talking with Joe Packham from MadeTVNetwork.com. This is amazing. I am so excited about all the possibilities. We are going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and learn more about how what Made TV can do for textile upcyclers who are creating businesses. We'll be right back. Today's episode of Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast is brought to you by Sideshow Clothing on Etsy and in person in Craryville, New York. Are you a burgeoning fashion icon who delights in your individual style? Maybe you have a penchant for really good clothing, a love of creative presentation, and respect for our life-giving planet. Or if you are like me, you like to wear well-made clothing to handle your daily grind and stand up to the test of time. Sideshow Clothing has what you need. Vintage workwear, boots galore, jackets, dresses, ethnic and Western wear, the works. Mary curates this creamy collection of inventory, some dating back over 100 years, but mostly fashions from the 1970s through the 1990s. If you want to honor the quality of well-made clothing and stand out in the crowd, check out sideshowclothing.com, where you will find an anecdote to fast fashion and so much more. Hey, so we're back with Joe Packham from MadeTVNetwork.com. And we were just talking about the plans in place to, for this, honestly, Joe, like I start to think about the possibilities from, I mean, Maybe I'm selfish, but I think about how this could impact my business. Oh, certainly. And it makes me so excited. It makes me so excited. So um, one of the things that I, I just want to share with our listeners is that, you know, when I when we first started talking about partnering in, in May TV is actually sponsoring the Rags to Riches Summit. That is, um, if you're listening to this in the future, we are recording this session in May 2023, and we are just about ready to launch into our second annual Rags to Riches Summit. Um, we are planning to have a Rags to Riches Summit on an annual basis. So not to worry if this is way in the future and you've missed um, the second annual one, please just um, go on the show notes page to learn about what might be coming up for something in the, um, for you. But the Bloom TV is something that Monica Michelle launched. Was it two years ago? Mm -hmm. Just about two years ago. So you know, 
when I, I, I went there to learn more about your plans for May TV, and it's it's a it's a place where you can learn anything about flowers. So bloom TV, you know, how to grow flowers, how to arrange flowers, how to dry flowers, how to uh, make medicinal uh, serums and uh, tinctures with flowers, every single thing you could put edible flowers, how to cook with like there's, it's just this amazing, beautiful, full of eye candy, right? Platform where you can have all of this knowledge that um, is out there and it's presented by people who are, you know, experts in, in whatever aspect of the flower industry um, they're presenting on. So, you know, Bloom TV has been like, like Joe shared, um, just exploded. People are sharing their knowledge. People are learning tons of um, valuable content there. And, um, May TV is due to launch the summer. So what's your schedule like for that? Like what, how does, how's that unfolding for you guys? <laughs> well, you know, through experience, we've learned not to uh, announce a, a specific date until you we're and I, we're both the same like that. Don't tell me a date and don't tell me a time. You can give me a month or a year, right? Like, it will definitely no. be in the summer. We're just building the, the problem is there's two issues that we're trying to overcome. One is we are exploding ourselves. I mean, we made projections of how many videos we'd have, how many people would start that whole thing. Well, that was ridiculous. And then, um, the because we're a little bit different, they're manipulating the back end a bit so mm -hmm. that it's a bit different than Bloom TV, so we can't move it over exactly right. Mm -hmm. And so, but it will be this summer for sure, early summer we're shooting for. And um, it'll be one thing I'd like you know, when we were talking before, all the things we can do for you, the artists, you being the artists and the makers, is that we also have the capability to make more of your dreams come true than just a TV show or teaching classes. Because with my history in publishing, I've published over a thousand titles in my career and all the magazines, we know all the magazine people, we know all the publishers. If you want to write a book, if you want to be featured, we can help you do that. We can't, of course, guarantee it because that's on you, right? But we can introduce yeah. you and get you in the door and talk about you. And then on the, on made TV, for example, we're working, we're going to work with all the publishers. If you just wrote a book, you can go on made TV and review your book. So you can tell everybody about it. So they'll buy it. All those kinds of things. We're going to have a QVC kind of channel that we're thinking about calling made for you and you can sell your products in a beautiful studio and we'll help you take care of all of that and ship them. And what we want too from all of you is all of your ideas. I mean, we're mm -hmm. pretty good and we're pretty creative, but there's no way that we can think of everything. So we want you to give you, um, give us your ideas so that we can incorporate continually new things and new ways to promote you all and new ways to build your brand and make you more successful and work together and, you know, increase your, we have a huge community, but each one of us have individual communities. And so we just want to make everybody's community a little bit larger, a little bit more supportive and give you the, give you what you need, the tools to do all of that. It's so lovely, Joe. Honestly, I mean, you know, I do a lot of coaching and I work with a lot of entrepreneurs who are, you know, stuck somewhere and 
I think if I had to wager a guess, I would imagine that at least 60% of the people I speak to need exactly what you're providing as their biggest struggle is like, how do I get myself out there? How do I, I want to teach online, but I don't, I don't know how to do the tech. I don't know how to do, you know, how, how do I, how do I get the people who want to learn my class to see it? Like this is what May TV is offering. And the, you know, Summer 2023 is coming right up. It's going to be so lovely to have this um, opportunity to really, you know, get it on the ground floor and really get to experience the the growth and share the ideas that come in and be able to really kind of feel like you have a little bit of uh, of influence over how things are developed. I feel like that's another really nice asset of just the working together that you and I and Monica Michelle have shared already is just like, how can we support each other? Like that was the first question that you asked me. And I was like, poof, that's a fresh perspective. (laughs) Honestly. Right. Yeah. Am I right? Like, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's lovely. So, um, anybody out there listening, please go to madetvnetwork.com see what is going on there. You can right now they have a special offer. And again, you know, podcasts are funny. Like somebody could be listening to this in 2030 and be, um, you know, this is like going to be a historical like archive of information, but right now in May, 2023, you can go to madetvnetwork.com and you can buy a lifetime membership. And it actually is a, it's only $200, like amazing. So there's no, you know, if you, if you take advantage of that right now, there will be no membership fee. And Joe just shared with me before we started recording that you don't only just get that, you also get a lifetime uh, subscription to or membership to their Bloom TV sister network. So if you want to kind of get a good vibe for how May TV will kind of mirror the, the look of the kind of the, the functionality of bloomtvnetwork.com would be a good place just to kind of see what Joe and Monica have in mind as, as their platform develops. Um, anything else you want to share about how your platform will be able to really support people in the textile upcycling arena? Is there something specific there? Or Well, I just think it's a focus of all of us in the world today. And what we're really looking forward to with partnering partnering with all of you is that you can teach us things we don't know. I mean, everybody knows a little bit about upcycling, right? That we should do it and all those kinds of things, but we don't know all the details and, and the ramifications and how we can get things like I can go to the, the Salvation Army and buy upcycling clothes and stuff like that. But that's my only, that's my only resource. I don't know anything else. And so we're hoping that all of you will come in and teach all of us and that Mm -hmm. then we can combine forces and what you do is twice as big as, Mm -hmm. as it has been. So I think it's really important that we learn how to not only work together, but spin off of each other so that we're all better because now we know more. It's interesting. It's like with the videos, when you say, when I first, not everybody, it's probably split 50-50. Some people have been doing videos because of Instagram and YouTube and all those kinds of things. And some people are terrified. So I tell them to put together just a five-minute video 
we've got a an instruction sheet. Everybody's willing to help you. They put together their first video. They're really proud. I review every single video because I want to make sure that the quality of everyone's video is equal, good lighting, good sound, good camera angles, and then the rest is you be you. However you want to do it so that it's authentic to you. But what's happening is so, and you submit one video first, so that I can see it, we can talk about the problems, what's good, and then you do the next three. And I would, I don't know exactly, but my guess is in 85% of the cases, they do the first one, then they do two and three, then they go back and do one again. Because now after doing two and three, they've got it, right? They know exactly what they're doing and they're really comfortable. And so they want to do one again because that was just kind of their starting point. And creative people are problem solvers. I mean, Uh and they know how to do that. And what's interesting is like, we have 300 creatives who are making three videos a piece and there are none that are the same. It's just, they all want to see each other's and I'm like, nope, that's not going to happen until, because I want you all to be you, not, you know, not somebody else that you admire. It's going to change when it's actually all posted. There will be more that, you know, are inspired by somebody and and adapt their videos to somebody else's. But right now in the beginning, nobody's seen anybody's. So it's really interesting. I love that. And I love, you know, it's interesting when I teach just an analogy, like, you know, I teach a course called Potholder Rugs and we make rugs and it's like, you know, everybody's got their lumen. This was, you know, back before COVID when people were teaching, when people were learning in person, I'd oftentimes have 30 people in a room and we'd have, our materials, we'd have our looms, we'd, you know, instructor show you the same thing. And every single one of those rugs was different. And there's never, I've never seen two people, even even if they come to the same class with the same materials, their rugs look different. So it's just another um, kind of rendition of that creativity and that um, self-expression that is, you know, not only are you offering this platform, but you're offering a new Wait for creative people to express themselves and share. I like to call them their, our sacred gifts, right? Like I really feel like everybody's on the planet for a reason. And you know, if if people don't know what your sacred gifts are, they're not really doing you a whole lot of good. But if you're able to share those in you know a setting that's comfortable, where you're you know you have you have like your own personal coach. You got Joe helping you, like oh, let's try you know talking more about this part of your history or, you know, how about if you stand in front of this other thing instead of that busy background or whatever it might be. So it's really um, an opportunity to have this exponential learning experience while also promoting your business. Right. Right. Cause I want us all to be able to support ourselves on in our, in what we love to do and creative people are not the best business people. We all know that. You know, simply because the main reason is they don't value their time. You know, they, they just, oh, if they want a special plaid fabric for something that they're working on to recycle, they will spend three days looking for the perfect plaid fabric. Right. And I'm like, you guys can't do that. You know? Yeah. It's so true. Or like, oh, I love thrift shopping. So it's not really work. I'm like, well, it actually is part of what you're doing for your job. So let's call it work, even though it's fun. So we're going to help them them do that so that you really can be successful and raise your family or see, because I've been single almost my whole life. 
my adult life. I had, I have two children, but I've been single most of the time. And I had to find a way to make a living at all of this and actually pay my bills. So same, same. Yeah. You know, I, my, my elder, my son is, yeah, I was a single mom for 13 years and like, I know people often ask me like, how long were you in business before you took your first paycheck? And I was like, uh, 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's why I started my business. So I could make myself a paycheck, like, you know, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting how you were talking about how, you know, where creative people are problem solvers and, you know, I, I, somebody used the word solutionary with me a few months ago and I just, it really resonated because I feel like, you know, one of the things that I think is such a valuable skill to have in any business, but most, most especially in a creative business is problem solving, right? Cause you're always going to come up against problems. And as long as you know that there's, you know, hundreds of ways to solve any one problem, um, you're going to find the way to solve that problem that's most efficient, most, ser you know, that serves you best. And um, I feel like, you know, having a community of creative people who are all doing that for themselves and creating, you know, valuable content for people to learn from and also while serving themselves and while contributing to their bottom line. It's just this beautiful, it's like a gift you guys are creating for people. I just so appreciate your work. Well, for all of you, but for all of us too, it's very selfish. I want a community like this. I want you all at my fingertips. I want to learn from everybody. I want to have, I don't want to be, artists are alone. I mean, there's in their studios and stuff. You spend a lot of time by yourself and, and I don't want people to feel alone. I want them to be yeah. alone when they're inspired and stuff, but I want them to feel like they can reach out to any number of people and say, I need help. I just want a friend. Let's go to lunch. You know, I have friends who get together every Friday night and drink wine over Zoom, you know, yeah. creative. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's that kind of a thing. It's my daughter always says, my mom's never as happy as when she's with her people. And yeah. so that's what I want to create for all of us. Oh, that's so lovely, Joe. Thank you so much. And thank you for, for the work that you've done for all the years of your experience that you're just so generous in sharing and for creating this beautiful tool that I'm so excited to be a part of. Um, yeah, if you and we are going to provide links and more information about May TV, how you can get involved on our show notes page. And I just encourage anyone listening to just take a moment and really just learn about this opportunity because it's it's just gorgeous. And thank you so much, Joe, oh for sharing. Gosh, thank you. It's it's an honor for us to be part of what you all do. And and we're going to jump in with both feet and help in any way we can. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, so I'm over here and I'm serving you a giant air hug because you just finished another episode of the Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast. Thank you for being with me. Our music is provided by The Lucky Five. Learn more about them at theluckyfive.com. Our show is produced and edited by Van Valhyacin. If you want to dive in deep, head over to Rags to Riches Textile Upcycling Podcast.com.